Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I am your host, Kirk Pinchon. I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers, no solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Lindsay, it's back to the regular format. Yes, how are your knees, by the way? Are they covered? Looky, looky. Woo! Covered. covered knees. Covered knees. Covered knees. No sexy knees for Kirk. It's outrageous. I need the listeners to explain to Kirk that, like, ripped jeans are in right now. It is okay to wear ripped jeans. I'm not saying they they're not. These weren't even crazy ripped also. They're not like, you know, you want, you see those jeans where the whole leg is ripped. Yeah. Like Kirk's jeans were so slightly ripped. No, medium ripped. And they, medium ripped. Nah, nah, <laughs> nope. They weren't that bad. That's such bullshit. Listen, also, I don't hate ripped jeans. I don't think for a man of my stature... That it's appropriate. How do you like that? You texted me jeans are so 2012. No, I and said I was like I said they're uh ripped jeans are 2012. Yes. So ripped jeans are 2012, and I'm telling you, ripped jeans are back and the 90s are back. I'm not saying that they're not. I know. I'm just saying that for someone who's Old. seen the world like I have, who's experienced <laughs> life like I have. If you saw a guy my age in like really ripped jeans, you'd be like, dude, you They're not to- really ripped though. They're not that ripped. But they're on the verge of being ripped and not now, but thanks to the patching. All I ask is this. Can we <laughs> please, I beg of you, can we please make the poll this week? Are these jeans cool? Yes or no? And post a picture of your jeans, please. I will do that. You have to send me the um, photo again because I got rid of it. But yes. Oh, I'm so excited. I will okay, do listeners, that. That tell be- us tell us what you really, really think. Because those patches that Anne put on his pants, they were patched in with love. I'm not, I don't want to f- make fun of Anne. Anne, you want to make, fun, make of fun of me. Fun of you. Yeah, you <laughs> rat bastard. They're just, they're so cute. They're like a five-year-old's jeans. Those jeans are stylish, comfortable, had them for years. The day that they get too ripped and I have to throw them away, I will be very sad. Okay. Well, that's the poll this week, That's going to be the poll next week. It won't be food. It will be jeans. But let's get into food, for God's sakes. Three minutes into the pod and we have not talked about food. We have email. Woo! This is from Bianca. Bianca has uh, contacted us in the past. Great email I'm about to read. Uh, Very informative. Here we go. From Bianca. Hello again, food fighters. As promised, here are my thoughts on wings. As I mentioned in my last email, I'm from Buffalo, New York, and I love a good wing. And yes, we definitely just call them wings, not buffalo wings. Mm -hmm. It's cooler to call them wings anyway, I I think. I think so too. Yeah. 
I can almost always find great wings anywhere in Buffalo. I've since moved to Pennsylvania, so most of the time I make my own, which we'll get to in a second. A good wing has a great crunch, great flavor, and isn't too saucy. Agree. Even Mm. the barbecue wings aren't slippery. They're almost sticky. The drums are better, in my opinion, but lots of people I know prefer flats. Which do you prefer, Lindsay? Flats or Um, I go back and forth. I think if I had to make a choice, I would make it for drumsticks, but I love a flat. I truly, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I'm good with either. If the wing tastes good, I don't care which. Anne prefers flats, so she's like, eat the drums. I'm like, that's fine. I'm good either way. Great. Yeah. Uh, I love ranch, but as you both know, blue cheese is the best dipping sauce for wings. We both concur. Thank you. I love that she knows that. Yeah. Real wing eaters know that. They're not throwing some ranch bullshit at us. They always come with blue cheese, celery, and sometimes carrots in Buffalo-based restaurants. I love when restaurants do carrots and celery. Me too. It should be required. Yeah. Not just celery, carrots and celery. Did I tell you that I went to like a Buffalo wing place in Buffalo on my last trip with my parents in July? No. Now you're telling me? I went and had Buffalo wings and I asked several people where I should go. Ooh, can you, um, do you remember where you went? Yeah, I just looked it up to just double check that I got it right. So when I was looking it up, um, Anchor, everyone's mm-hmm. like, Anchor is the original, Anchor is the original. But when I looked it up, Anchor now looks like a Buffalo Wild Wings and it's like a chain. Oh, no. So I'm like, I'm not going there. So I went to a place called Gabriel's Gate. Ooh, okay. Which apparently has the best Buffalo Wings in Buffalo. And they were really amazing. Bianca's going to come at you for that, which I'll get to in a second. What flavor? Did you just get original, regular, medium, I think we just got original and like a... A medium and a hot because we were with like people that don't like as much spicy. Um, and then we got buffalo potato skins. Okay. God bless you and go fuck yourself because you said that buffalo, uh, you said that potato skins are trash. They are trash, but they're delicious trash. You. You sold me out when I brought up potato skins and you're like, those are trash. Those are terrible. It's total trash. It's total like you're doing this because you're on vacation and you're at a Buffalo, like a Buffalo Mm. wing place. You know what I mean? You're getting the Buffalo tots or the Buffalo, like, you know, you got to pick like a few things. So it was a skin that had all the the stuff of wings in it. Mm, Did it have cheese? Yeah, that blue cheese. You dipped it in blue cheese. so good. It was so good. God damn it. I can't believe you're just bringing that up now. Oh, I know. That sounds amazing. All right. Moving on with uh, Bianca's uh, email. Uh, we also tend to order wings with our pizza. I think that's a lot. I think you do. I think yeah. you do either or. I'm an either or. I don't need pizza and wings at the same time. We do both with my friend group. But that's a big group, right? Yeah. So we'll get like a few orders of both. If you're doing like you and Bradley or, or, or you and Kelly, is it just it's, it's one or the other, right? Yeah. I think one or the other. Probably. I think so too. Uh, she continues on, you brought up the idea of breaded wings in the episode. 
Most wings won't come breaded, but some specialty flavors will be and are specified as such. Like uh, they'll specify breaded garlic parmesan wings. Uh, the, re- mm. the breading replaces any sauce on these wings. That makes sense. I don't want breaded wings ever. I like those wings as well. Like I typically go for a non-breaded, but if there's like what she just described, I'm into that. I think if you are saying that you're a wing place and you have breaded wings, fine. But like she says, say that they're breaded. Don't hide that fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You should announce that. Yeah, announce it. Be truthful. Live in your truth. In debating Buffalo Wild Wings versus Wingstop, I say neither. Fair. Yeah. But if I had to choose, I've had a much better experience with Wingstop. I agree. Good. I'm into it. I love it. Now, Buffalonians, which is now I'm realizing the first time that's what you call someone from Buffalo. I didn't realize that. Buffalonians, great name, tend to debate between Anchor Bar and Duff's. Interesting. See, Anchor Bar, I was on the top of the list of every single list. Yes. But when I looked at it, it did not look. I wanted like a small mom and pop bar. Yes. I did not want to go to a Buffalo Wild Wings looking place. You didn't want even like a local chain. You wanted just a mom and pop. But I'm interested in her um, and what she thinks about Gabriel's Gate because I mentioned it to somebody from Buffalo that I know. And they were like, best wings, great choice. Gabriel's Gate. Okay, you know what? Uh, my boss, Chad, is from Buffalo. So I'm going to bring that up to him right Ask after him. ours. Mm-hmm. Gabriel's mm-hmm. Gate. Bianca, reach out to us as well. Uh, Bianca, Bianca closes up with, thank you for listening to my rambling about my hometown. We have lots of other great food as well, but sadly, most people only know about the wings. So she's given us, all of us, a recipe for wings. Bianca's buffalo wings. Okay. This seems pretty easy. And I think here's the reason why. Um, first you wash and season, marinate your wings with your favorite spices Air fry, deep fry, or bake your wings until cooked through and crispy. Quickly toss with melted butter, vinegar, Frank's Red Hot, and Capital City Mm. Mambo sauce while still hot. Wow. Top with cilantro, serve with blue cheese. Mambo Mambo sauce and cilantro sauce are not traditional, but I love them. Okay. Bianca sent a picture, which I'll post on Yummy uh, Instagram. I have told you not to look at it yet. So do you have it? Take a look at it. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm saying, yes, please. Okay, hold on. Now, she also sent us like a sad, lonely picture once, right? Yes, that was the sad, lonely picture. This one I sent you with our outline. Uh, She sent uh, her buffalo wings. The recipe that I just described, she sent the picture of. Okay. Ah, yes, please. Great presentation. Yes. The cilantro. Glaze, the cilantro on top, cute plate, not enough blue cheese, but I'm sure she- Thank you. I'm sure she was being polite and pretending like that's all she used. I'm sure she slathered those puppies in blue cheese. My My first response was, wow, that's a great looking glaze. Wow, the cilantro looks awesome on it. Why is there hardly any blue cheese on it? She was just trying to be cute. And that's fine. I would have done the same thing because we all know she would have really filled that to like halfway, the little bowl. And she's not going to show us that. And I get it. And I respect it. 
But you and me, in reality, we're like just cups of it. Cups. Yes. Drinking it. Yes. Bianca, that was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. If anyone else has a question or comment, send it to us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Or if you want to holler at Lindsay. Lindsay Gentile on Instagram. And send pics like like Bianca. Send Yeah, just don't send, you know, dick pics. Send like food pics, please. Don't send me pics either. No, no knees. No, no knees, knees allowed. No knees I'll allowed. take your knee pics, but don't you dare send those to Kirk. No, scandalous. I'm catching the vapors. All and right. if you could send Kirk's knees pics, <laughs> I say send those, You've though. You've seen my knees. You just don't remember them, which hurts even more. I don't know if I've ever seen your knees. When you were in the office years ago- Oh, you'd would, go for a run on your lunch break. And I come back and you never said anything about my knees. I'm sorry. I wasn't looking <laughs> at your knees. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Let's go to our food poll. I did two food polls since we've been gone a bit and did some special episodes. Mm-hmm. So I did uh, for our food jail episode. Uh, we had talked about whether honeydew or cantaloupe belongs in jail because a lot of people feel cantaloupe belongs in jail. So I say, which one's better, honeydew or cantaloupe? Do you want to guess? Personally, I think it's a no-brainer. Honeydew is better than cantaloupe. But Agree. some people, that's, is, did I win? No, I'm agreeing with you. The honeydew. Oh, but that's, yeah, I just think it's a better fruit. It I is, think it's we were wrong, apparently. Really? That's cantaloupe so interesting. Won. Cantaloupe won 59% to 41%. Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm in the honeydew camp. I find it much more uh, refreshing. I thought that would win. Cantaloupe won pretty uh, pretty handedly. Then I did a second poll just recently. Uh, when we did our food fest, we went to Smorgasburg. I put down which one's uh, better, barbecue pork nachos or lobster fries. And? Barbecue pork nachos won 60% to 40%. I thought lobster fries, which I didn't even like, was going to win. I think people like to like. I thought lobster people would be like. Yeah, I think people like to get down and dirty, though. And I think that nachos are like a safe bet. Oh, so maybe nachos also are a little more like. I'm going to just go whole hog Universal. Pun intended. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. universal. Lobster fries might be a little more specific. Yeah, they're a little more specific and okay. less, I mean, less people in this world have had lobster fries than That's true. nachos with meat on it, you know? I think you're right. That's a safe bet. I mean, I'm choosing the, the nachos of the lobster fries, even at Smorgasburg. So uh, 60%, 40%. Look out for our food polls every Tuesday morning on our yummy Instagram page. It won't be a food poll this time. It will be the gene poll. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's get into our main discussion. So, Lindsay, I'd like to think that these past couple episodes have been kind of special. Yes. Um, Back with Jackie came, we had Jackie come in and talk about home cooking. Yes. You and Kelly came over for for potluck, which was wonderful. Yes. And then we had a field trip. So it's been like a lot of, a lot of moving and shaking. A lot of moving and shaking, a lot of bonding. 
we're ending all of that now and getting into the shit again because we're doing a food auction. Now, I have a question. Are the people asking for a food auction or are you just making us do this again? Let me turn that around and ask you, am I a person? Yes. Then people have been asking for the food auction. Why are you doing this to us? Are you trying to like (laughs) redeem your math skills through the podcast? Like, why can't you just do a math worksheet instead? Ew, gross. No. That's that's worse than seeing knees and jeans. I would not do a math worksheet. No, I like to close things out. Yeah, I and get it. We did episode 62 was our first food auction. It was a shit show. Episode 72 was our second food auction. I Slightly see what's happening here. Yes, I see what's happening here. We are at the 82nd episode. I see what's happening here. And so, okay. like I said, I promised at the t- after 10 episodes, it's been 10 episodes since the last food auction. So I that's see. why we're doing it. Wow. It, there's a part of your personality. Um, it's so interesting. Kelly is the same way. I am not like this at all. But I get along with people that are like this, but it's still so annoying. Like you're like, I could give a shit if we close it out or not. Yeah. I mean, I think we like redeemed ourselves with the first one and then we like move on. You know, you're like, yeah. nope, got to nail it in. Got to nail one it in. One more time with feeling. Yes. Yes. All right. We got to bring it. it. We got to bring it harder. We got to sell it. We got to have jazz hands. We got to do all of it. So. Okay. Food auction three, the final throwdown. Okay. What we're calling it. If you recall, listeners, the recap of round one, I completely fucked up. Everything about it was, it was wrong. It was great. Terrible. It was like math. Math didn't exist. Math didn't exist. I gave too many uh, offerings, too many options. I did the He math ran one. out of money and I then he still put money. himself in the race. To win with his menu, which is not how the game is played. Like, no, if you run out of money, the game is over. True, but my best friend Kelly said I had the better menu. It doesn't matter. You ran out of money. I had to play strategically. I, I if I didn't care about money, I would have just willy-nilly picked the best I didn't say things I did it anyway. Right. I mean, I'm admitting I did it wrong. I did it wrong. So that's then 10 episodes later. We did a recap. Uh, we, uh, we did a round two. It was slightly better. Uh, I think it was a draw. I don't remember. Do you want to just say it was a draw? Sure. Okay. See, it was a draw. Um, and now we're going to do round three. Now for round three, because having been around you, I'm growing and learning as a human. Mm-hmm. I sought help and I yeah. sought help from you. Yes. I, I had I got- you proof my, my math. I gave some notes. And so I said, less options, less money to make it more competitive. So now we're trying, there's only three choices for each thing and we have less money. So we might have to barter a little bit. Yes. So with that being said, let's go over the rules for... Fine Dining Food Auction Part 3, the final throwdown. I'm getting a notepad out so I can keep track of my math, even though it's less money. So, 
for this round, each player has two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I think the first episode, I think I said like a thousand. Something like that, yeah. Something dumb. Each player must purchase a selection from every course. We're going in order. It's a seven-course meal. Players can continue to outbid each other in an attempt to claim a selection as long as they have the cash. But once the bidding stops, you have to keep the selection if if you were the last bid. You do have to keep track of your selections as well as how much money you have. Otherwise, incur a penalty. That penalty is the opposing player gets to poach whatever selection they want. And the player who has been penalized has to choose from whatever is left in the course. And we're going to flip a coin to see who goes first. I have my coin. I will let you call heads or tails. Are you ready? Heads. Okay. Tails. All right. Kirk goes first. I go first. Here we go. Course one, hors d'oeuvres. All right. Minimum bid, $10. You can choose from caviar and creme fraiche tartlets sprinkled with scallions. You can also say no scallions on that. You're allowed. I was going to say, I can't even believe you picked that one. You are allowed. Well, caviar and creme fraiche tartlets sounds delightful. Sprinkled with scallions. At a fine dining restaurant, we can say, hey, no scallions, please. And so we're allowing for that. Understood. Uh, Second option, figs topped with bacon and chili. Third option, thin pancakes, sorry, thin pancakes topped with cured salmon. Bidding is at $10. I'm going to go with the caviar and creme fraiche tartlets minus the scallions. All right, and I'm going thin pancakes topped with cured salmon. Hmm. Can you tell me why? Um, because it sounds like another great option. Did the figs with bacon and chili do nothing for you? Well, here's the thing. I personally would pick the figs. Mm-hmm. And... I, I'm not 100% clear on, like, our demographic of who listens to this podcast. Is it going to be the person who wants the fig, like me, or is it going to be someone a little fancier? Now, mm-hmm. last time I picked a little more like me and not as fancy, and this time I'm going a little fancier. I'm going – I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm kind of going a little fancier. Um I would probably have taken second the thin pancakes topped with cured salmon. Yeah. Um, figs, I'm okay with. Figs and bacon taste really good, but I don't, I don't really need and want figs. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, then. Second course, soup. Minimum bid, $15. It's Lindsay's turn. Your options, creamy shrimp. And crab bisque, white bean and kale soup, or corn chowder. Once again, creamy shrimp and crab bisque, white bean and kale soup, or corn chowder. Minimum bid is $15. I'm going with the creamy shrimp and crab bisque for $15. (sighs) I will go $20 for the creamy shrimp and crab bisque. 
All right. Um, I'm going to let you take that. Okay. So that is $20 for the creamy shrimp and crab bisque. When you added up how much everything is worth, how much wiggle room do we have? (laughs) I know we have. Did you do that? I swear to God I did. I just can't remember. I think there was like, I think it's a, I think we have like 20 to 30 bucks of wiggle room. It adds up to 155. So it looks like we have $45. So even more. That's right. We have $45. Okay. So we have 45 for wiggle. Okay. Good to know. Okay. So I did do this right so far. So if you're going to do the creamy shrimp and crab bisque, I am going to go with the white bean and kale soup. I knew you were going to go with the white bean and kale soup. I thought that might be your first one. No, I actually hate how that and corn chowder sounds. Um, but the what? corn chowder, yeah, go the ahead. corn chowder sounds a little too heavy for me. And this is mm-hmm. a lot of courses. So I'm going with a lighter option. What, why does the white bean and kale soup not sound good to you? It just sounds boring. Wow. Well, Miss Fancy Pants, Miss Fancy No Knees Pants. All right. Why, does it sound really good to you? Yeah, white bean and kale soup. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. Well, listeners, do you hear how delicious it sounds? Vote for me. (laughs) You're not there yet. You're not voting on items. You're voting on the menu. Course three, appetizers, $20. Uh, your choices are a half dozen oysters on the half shell with horseradish and a side of mignonette sauce. Mignonette sauce mm. is the, we actually had that at the Smorgasburg. That's the minced shallots, the cracked pepper, the vinegar. So good. Yeah. Uh, second option, escargot and garlic butter sauce. Third option, steamed mussels in a white wine broth. Hmm. This one is one of the harder ones for me because I really yeah. like all of these. Yeah. And I kind of want all of these. So it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. So this my bid, $20. Ooh, there's, a, there's a what do I want in my heart and what do I think works? Yeah. Ah, shit. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go steamed mussels in a white wine broth. I knew you were going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to bid steamed mussels in a white wine broth for 25. Okay. So now here's math, which comes in. So I have, I have $170 left. Okay. I'll go steamed mussels and you said 25, right? I'll mm-hmm. go steamed mussels in a white wine broth for $27. You're not going to do an in increments of fives. You're going to make us do all that math. Yes. Oh my God. You're a crazy person. <laughs> I mean, we didn't say a rule. You don't have to bet in five dollar increments. Fine, I'm going for thirty. You can have it. Great, I'll take them. All right. 
So you have the Steed Muscles and White Wine Broth for $30. Ah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to pull a Lindsay and say, just to keep it light, I'm going to go to the half dozen oysters. Great. Escargot is wonderful on a garlic butter sauce, but that can be a lot. I personally probably would have gotten the oysters, but not everyone loves oysters. I love oysters yes. and I love mussels, so I would have been happy with either. But, you know, you upbid me on one. I'm like, well, I can afford to upbid him on yeah. one. So okay. You don't have to be so aggressive with me. I think we should do increments of five unless you're going to start doing math. Okay. I I have a pen and an and a and a and a and a pad. I'm at I have $150. I have $150 and four courses to go. So I think I'm doing okay. You have what? I've spent 55 so far. Okay. So be careful is all I'm saying. Uh, I'm careful, honey. <laughs> You know what? Maybe we need a food fight auction part four. No, let's <laughs> let it let's let it die. Uh, not even done with this one. All right, course four salad, twenty five dollars. It is your bid, your choice: a Caesar salad, an arugula pear or Asiago cheese salad, a spinach salad with bacon and mustard dressing. Caesar salad. I'm going to go with the arugula. Arugula, pear, and Asiago cheese. Yeah, that's kind of the one I was going for. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have $150. Oh, God. $150. And he wants to do 47 27 <laughs> Uh I will bet. I won't do any sense. I'll say that. Um Let's do, I'm going to bid, you bid 25 because that's the minimum bid. I'm going to bid, you know, I'm going to bid 30. I'm just going to go and bid 30. I think I have it in me. Okay. I'm going to do a Caesar for okay. 25. 30. That's not, the- that's not the hill I want to die on. I love a Caesar salad. I think it's lovely and refreshing. Everybody loves a Caesar salad. Yes. I'm okay with that. Now- Per your advice, which I agree with, you're like sometimes put in put in a, a course that you're just like, I don't want that. And that was the spinach salad with bacon mustard dressing. Yeah, like I would never want to eat mustard dressing. No, with any bacon flavor on a spinach. It feels like it's just gonna weigh it down. Yeah. All right. I have $120. We're on course five. Fish, $30. You can choose from a sea bass with apple, fennel, and celery, a grilled branzino with cilantro, mint, and relish, or mm. a salmon with hot sauce, vinaigrette, and pickled vegetable. Mm-hmm. The bid goes to me, a $30 buy-in, sea bass with apple, fennel, and celery, grilled branzino with cilantro, mint, relish, Salmon with hot sauce, vinaigrette, and pickled vegetable. I'm going with the salmon with hot sauce, vinaigrette, and pickled vegetable. Wow. Hot take. Yeah. I'm going with the grilled branzino. Okay. Interesting. Now, here's my thought process. All these, again, I really like. I would eat all three of these. Unlike the spinach salad debacle. 
uh, I tried to go strategic. I think that sea bass with apple, some people don't like fennel. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, let's – because people are like, yeah, it's kind of licorice And I was like, okay, well, let's not, let's not do that. Grilled branzino is a great fish. But again, there's that whole cilantro. Some people are allergic to cilantro. And then I was like, everyone likes salmon. I like a vinaigrette and pickled veg. What's not to like? I'm shocked that you didn't bid for this for that. Well, Branzino is really hot right now, so I think it's a tr- a trendier dish. So I'm okay. going with that. What, what salmon what you- is so like salmon is so 50 years ago. <laughs> like like ripped jeans. No, ripped jeans are in. Where have you heard that grilled Branzino is it now? That's suddenly grilled Branzino. Where are you it's getting on- this from? Every menu. Sure, it's been on every menu for years. Yeah, but it's like it's having a moment as of the last like three years. So I should be eating grilled branzino with ripped jeans. Sure. Okay. That sounds good. All right. So that was $30. $30. All right. So I think I'm at. What are you at? I am at 25, 55, 75, 105. You have $105. I've spent $105. You spent $105. I've spent 60, 80. Oh, no, I spent 100. I've spent 110. It's close. Mm -hmm. So I have $90 left. All right. And then you have have $100 left. You spent $100? Mm hmm. Okay. All right, here we go. It's going to go to you, course six. Course six is the meat course. $35, your choice, a peppercorn-encrusted filet mignon, Mm -hmm. a prime rib with horseradish sauce, or Mm -hmm. beef wellington. I'm going to go with the filet mignon. Classic. It's a classic move. For $35. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. I'm going to go $40 for the filet. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll go $45. You're going to go $45 for the filet mignon. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go $50 for the filet mignon. Hold on. I'll go 55. Okay. Uh, So you're going to go 55 for the filet mignon. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go 60. I'll go 65. (laughs) So you're at 65. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll go 66. What? That's not even a thing. Then that I'll is go a 60, thing. I'll go 67. Okay. Fine, I'll great. go 67. You are welcome to do that. This is how bidding works. I'm not making this up. All right, you're going to go $67. I'm going to go mm-hmm. $68. All right, I'll go $70. Congratulations, you have your filet mignon. Great. All right. I am going to go with hmm, 
I can choose between prime rib with horseradish sauce or beef wellington. Gross. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go with the safe bet and do I'm going to do the prime rib for $35. Oh, uh, you, so boring. You don't like beef wellington? It's just a, it's it has to be good and often it's bad. It's a hard thing to make. I would agree. It's a hard thing to make. When it's good, it's really good. But there's a lot of people who make it not good. Yeah, I understand. So we're on the last course. I have... Wait, how much money do I have? I have $55. You have... I've got 20. I've got this. To, I got to choose what I choose. You've got 20. Well, mm-hmm. the tides have turned, haven't they? Well, I did it strategically because I like two of these three options. And so I don't need to hold on to any more money. So it was worth okay. it for me to spend it all on the filet because I, I like all three of these, but I think two of them are strong choices. Well, let me guess. Uh, just because it's the last one and you only have 20 bucks. So you can't, you can't outbid me. Uh, you don't really care about the flourless chocolate cake. Oh, interesting. No, I care about it. I care about okay. all three of them. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with. The cherry lavender honey cake. Interesting. I'm going to go with the chocolate cake. Oh, you are such a basic bee. Jesus Christ. You're going to get some vanilla well, ice cream on that? Not a, I would choose the lemon souffle, but not everyone likes tart. How can you, you, Lindsay Gentile, give me shit about prime rib when you went and got a flourless chocolate cake. You had to pick the prime rib because I outbid you. So? So you didn't want that. I did not not want it. You thought it was basic. That's why you fought so hard for the filet. I thought it was accessible. Big I difference. I think people like a chocolate cake. I think it's it's a nice, safe option. It's cute. It's It's cute. It's adorable. Yeah. It's for it's 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 a good primer for, for I babies. like it. All right. Uh I'm gonna go over my menu. You're gonna go over your menu. We'll see if you want to do any trades. Sure. Uh so um I got for course one, I got the caviar and creme fraiche tartlets sprinkled with scallions or without. It's up to you. It's your journey. Course two, which is the soup. I got the creamy shrimp and crab bisque. Course three, the appetizers. I got the oysters on the half shell. Course four, the salad. I got the arugula, pear, and Asiago cheese salad. Course five, the fish. I went ahead and got the salmon with the wonderful hot sauce, vinaigrette, and pickled vegetables. Course six, I just went with a classic. Prime rib with horseradish sauce. Course seven, I went outside of the box, went out of my comfort zone, got a cherry lavender and honey cake. 
Lindsay, Cute. what did you get? I started my uh, course one hors d'oeuvres with thin pancakes topped with cured salmon. Two, my course two soups, I got a white bean and kale soup. For my appetizer, steamed mussels in a white wine broth. For my salad, I have a Caesar salad. For my fish, grilled branzino with cilantro mint relish. For my meat, a peppercorn encrusted filet mignon. And my dessert, a flourless chocolate cake. And how much money did you do you have left? I don't have any money left. I spent you don't all have my money. Any money left. I mm-hmm. have $35, which I okay. give to my server. Um now, I already freaking know the answer to this, but are you interested in any trades? Now, some of these trades you can do like a two for one, you know. Um, mm. you, you know what I mean? Like I'll get, like in basketball, sometimes to make salary matches, they'll do mm-hmm. two lesser players for one big player. And that way the, the salaries match. You are welcome to do that as well if you want to do a two for one. You know, I like my menu. Okay. I think that she has a lot of peaks and valleys. <laughs> I think that she starts small and she um, gets real strong in the end. Slow and steady wins the race. And everyone likes a flourless chocolate cake. So I'm going to stick with mine. You want to do any trades? Nope. I can't convince you with anything. What do you want to trade? Well, I will trade you I will trade you the creamy shrimp and crab bisque mm-hmm. and the arugula pear and asiago cheese for your filet. Absolutely not. Okay, let me counter it with that absolutely not. I will trade you for your pepper encrusted filet mignon. Mm-hmm. I will trade you the arugula pear and Asiago cheese salad. No, I don't care about that salad. You did want that salad. You said it. You said it. I don't it in there. care enough about that salad. Let me tell you something about a prime rib with horseradish sauce. It reminds me of a buffet, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is fine dining. Mm-hmm. And I'm keeping my filet. You're keeping your filet. So you're, you're not you're not getting rid of that filet by any means. Nope. Okay. Then I think I am good because I think your your menu's kind of blah except for the filet. You got a great filet. Congratulations. For me, mm. I'm starting off strong. I've already got caviar. You're not going to get any more fine dining than that. So I already win. Your cre- my creamy shrimp and crab bisque. Bisque is a staple in fine dining. Boom. I love bisque. There you go. It's good. I, I like a I like a good lobster bisque in a French restaurant. It's quite tasty. Yeah. But you got well, a lot of food and it's very filling. No, and I because then I have oysters on the half shell. So it's very mm-hmm. light. I don't know what you're talking about. Also, caviar and creme fresh tartlets, that's like nothing. Then I have a very mm. fresh and wonderful arugula Paranasiago cheese salad. Wonderful. Then I go start going big. I got a salmon with a hot sauce, vinegar, and pickled vegetables. Who are you trying to convince right now? Who are you trying to convince? I'm not trying to convince you. Should I go through mine again? 
You just first did. First, you start with some thin pancakes. You already you, did. You already You went did. through yours first. I know. And then you went through yours. And then you talked about how she starts off slow and then gets real big. I'm okay. doing the same thing you're doing. Got I'm doing it. the exact same thing. And you interrupted me, but I will continue I don't feel on. like I'm learning any new information. There's no new information to learn. I'm giving you the options that I have. I have a wonderful prime rib that goes down smooth and wonderful with a horseradish sauce with a little kick. No. And I'm going a little different. I'm going something a little fresh and bright. I'm ending bright with a cherry lavender and honey cake while you're just going heavy with the chocolate. That, I'm just describing differences. I'm not doing anything more than that. Okay. Okay. How come you get to do it, but I don't? Well, you're coming off very desperate. And I think you no. should just play it cool and I let the listeners decide what they want. I think you're afraid to lead with your heart. And that's what you're thinking desperation is. I'm leading with my heart. I'm saying. I don't know. I like my whole menu. I feel really good about it. I, I didn't like- try to. I didn't try to betray my menu and make trades. I'm, I've stuck by my menu from day one. Sure. I'm making why trades. are you doubting your why are you doubting your menu? Not doubting, just trying to make things interesting. Not doubting at all. Yeah, Happy it sounds like menu. you're doubting a few. Also, your whole attitude about your menu is kind of like, uh, I could have won the game if I tried. It sounds like one of those kids. That's how you No, I stick by. I support my menu. I stick by. I think it's mm-hmm. awesome. And I'm excited. I would like to eat this myself. I think it's I think it's wonderful. And I'm I, if you're happy, I'm happy. Do you want to I'm really happy. one more time? We'll go over one more time without any description embellishment just to give people what we got. So, here's what I have. Kirk's menu. For my hors d'oeuvres, caviar and creme fraiche tartlets sprinkled with scallions. Soup, creamy shrimp and crab bisque. Appetizers, oysters on the half shell. Salad, arugula pear and asiago cheese. Fish, salmon with hot sauce, vinaigrette and pickled vegetable. Meat, prime rib with horseradish sauce. Dessert, cherry lavender and honey cake. Lindsay, what do you have? I have... Thin pancakes topped with cured salmon, then a white bean and kale soup, steamed mussels in a white wine broth, Caesar salad, then a grilled branzino with cilantro mint relish, a peppercorn encrusted filet mignon, which is obviously the star of the show and this whole episode, and a flourless chocolate cake. Those are our menus who won? Who had the better menu? Which menu would you like to eat at a fine dining establishment? You can reach us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com for your decisions, or you can reach Lindsay on her Instagram at Lindsay Gentile. Now, remember the last two episodes when we were really mm-hmm. like friendly with each other? Yeah, I feel like we're good. I feel like we're good. Um, I feel like the family's always the buffer. Oh, because they're cooler than you. <laughs> and I get really excited to see them. Yes. Your excitement to see my family as opposed to seeing me. Like, full disclosure, uh, my when we did this uh, last episode for Smorgasbord, the food fest, it was me waiting for you and Kelly. And I was just by myself because the family was already in. And you're like, where's the family? Yeah, You're like generally, like wait We're a like, minute. Like wait a minute, I came here for another experience than yeah. this. <laughs> I, I mean, I know you have to be here, Kirk, 
but I was kind of thinking everyone would be here. So I could just sense in your face the little like, oh, so it's just Kirk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we got through it. We got through it. It was wonderful. And we got through this. This is the definitive final throwdown for the fine dining food fight auction. We will not do another one again. But we Thank did this you, one Jesus. right. Listen, sometimes things hurt. Well, I'm adding one more rule if we do a fourth one. You have to do increments or the math is crazy. We got through the math perfectly. I know, but it's because we only dabbled in increments. If we had started with increments, it would have been a total nightmare. I mean, I, you were afraid of the increments. I jumped into the increments. Rest assured. Rest assured, everyone. We will not be doing another Food Fight option <laughs> again because that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Yummy page on Facebook as well as Yummy on Instagram. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Or you could hit Lindsay up at, again, Lindsay Gentile on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Vote for me. Bye. Bye. Don't vote for Kirk. Bye. Bye.